Hello listeners, this is Rand from Randomosity. I'm back with another episode. And for this topic, I'm going to be talking about something that just was brought to my attention recently with Matthew Lillard. And if you don't know who that is, that is Scooby-Doo in the flesh. Live-action Scooby-Doo, to be precise. He did both one and two as the said character. And he said in a post a while back, and I just want to talk about it here because I think it's an interesting topic, that he would like to do uh, another Scooby-Doo 3, like obviously 3 since there was the first one and the second one, and he would want to do it if it was rated R. And this is interesting because originally the first one was going to be rated R, but then they toned it down to be PG so it's more family friendly and still funny. And, well, it was still funny, you know, Regardless. So, <clears throat> that being said, I was all like picturing it in my head how it would be. And I talked about this on my TikTok and also on my Facebook, so I'm going to be talking about more here and in great detail of like what I think would be really cool if they did make a Scooby Doo 3 movie with the original cast from Scooby Doo 1 and 2, and if it was rated R, and what would I put in it, and whatnot. So, obviously, you need to have the original cast, because if you're going to do any type of sequel, whether it be like a short or a long-awaited sequel, you need the original cast. You can't just like recast somebody, because if you do some recasting, there has to be a reason for that, like maybe the actor was poor, or maybe like poor acting, not like poor as in didn't have a lot of money, that could be the case, but in this case, it's just like poor acting of what I'm talking about in the context. So, and just having the original cast members would just be golden because if they killed it in the first two, first one or even the second one, then they'll definitely kill it in the third one and continue a series or a franchise with the said actors that started it all. So, <clears throat> original cast members. It's got to happen. And if it's going to be rated R, I would like it to be like a horror movie type of rated R, but with blood and gore and frightening images, like jump scares here and there and stuff like that. And not like a slasher where there's going to be some nudity involved. I'm not all for that, and I know there's a lot of horror movies that like fit into that slasher genre. I'm not interested, and I don't think that would fit with the story with um, Scooby-Doo 3 being that, to be honest. I think it just needs to be strictly horror with jump scares here and there with all the monsters that we would see or we saw from like the cartoons. And when you when you think about it, the first two had a lot of villains all rolled up into one, and they did it perfectly. Like, there was, like, one main villain, but they had some other villains here and there that were just basically um, a callback to the cartoons. So they should do that again, but make it, um, like, more involved, that they have, like, like... More roles, I guess. Yeah. So, <clears throat> bring back some some scary monsters 
in there. That would be one. I don't know what type of monsters would be really cool, but maybe even, like, delve into... Um, I know they have, like, a Scooby-Doo TV series where they're dealing with real monsters and they don't, like, you pull off the mask and you find out that's like, a regular teacher or somebody that was just trying to scare people so they can get money. And maybe just have, like, actual monsters, actual ghosts and the third one that's not um, um, all fake and stuff like that. Like, it's actually real and whatnot. So I think that would be cool if they did that. And and the funny thing, if it's going to be rated R, and I, I'm not a huge fan of like swearing. I don't like it when people swear. Like you can make like, a great radar movie and not have a lot of swear words in it. Take Gladiator for example. It was radar and probably only had like two or three swear words in there, and it was radar for blood and gore. And I think in today's standard, it could probably pass the PG-13 movie with like. Um, Things changing with the movie industry and um, ratings and whatnot, and people adapting that way. So I think, yeah, swearing would be needed. But a funny thing, if they were to go that route and put some swearing in there, I think they should have Scooby swear. But whenever he swears, the first letter of the swear word is replaced with the letter R. So like Rook, Rit, all that jazz, uh, what have you, if you can think of all the swear words coming up. And he's just saying it. And it'd be funny if he said Rook, because then uh, Shaggy would be like, Scooby, you mean truck? It's like, no, Raggy, Rook. And it would just be really funny that way, like a funny dialogue that I would watch and I think it would be, just be hilarious to see that happening and yeah so that's my spiel on that I think it would be really cool if they went that route and let me know what you think if you think having a um, the original cast come back for Scooby-Doo 3 and have it be rated R like would you be okay with that or would you want to stay PG or PG-13 what do you think let me know, and I'll talk about it in the next episode. And we're going to take a little break, and I'm going to talk about something that um, that's related to this similar topic that I'm talking about right now, but like with my ideas of what I want to do with like my own version of Scooby-Doo. And I'm trying to get it going as well for like a radio play, so we'll talk about it after this short break. And we're back. And like I said earlier, uh, what I was talking about, um, with like me making my own version of Scooby-Doo, and what inspired me to do this was obviously Scooby-Doo, but I was like thinking of ways that would make it into a funny like horror live-action movie. And I was thinking of doing this uh, pre-COVID and everything, like the this was like uh, working in the wheels of my brain and getting things going in that way. And I was drawing inspiration and bouncing off ideas and brainstorming with some friends that I was talking about that would make it like a really cool movie. And then after COVID hit and when I didn't have a leg in the film industry because of that, I had a little bit afterwards, but it's just kind of like slowly non-existent right now. But I'm making, I'm trying to make radio plays instead. So or even like short fan stories and see what happens. And what I would do, obviously I wouldn't like use the actual characters. They would have different names. 
but kind of like mean the same. Like it probably wouldn't be like Shaggy Rogers, but maybe something else that's similar to it that does a callback or like a reference to the character that is going to be portrayed in my version of uh, Scooby-Doo. And what I was going to do was it was going to be with a more horrifying aspect. I like horror movies, so I might as well. And I was going to... One scene that I was thinking of doing, which I'm planning on doing, is for like a little trailer, maybe, it, like an audio trailer later on. And I'm going to do this eventually once I get like a laptop and fixed and everything like that. Is that I was thinking of doing uh, the shag, Shaggy character that, since it's going to be like live action and more grounded, yeah, it's going to be more grounded and it's going to be like a whodunit type of thing. With like the horror story, and it's gonna like the bad guys are gonna be real. They're not gonna be like real monsters and stuff like that. But maybe I could lean towards it if if the story works when I pan it out and write it out and stuff like that. It could work. But anyway, it's gonna be more grounded, and the reason being is like I want to be more real realistic. Excuse me. Instead of having like a talking dog. It could be that shag, the shaggy character that I'm thinking of doing. Um, he is a druggie, and if you probably noticed in some of the TV shows or even the movie that um, Shaggy is a druggie, so it's kind of funny that's going to be that way in my version. But and the reason he's like going to be well, the funny thing is like when he's going to be taking drugs and stuff, he will hallucinate that his dog is talking, and that'll be the time that we will see a dog talking, or hear a dog talking, so I'm going to make a radio play out of this, and I thought it would be really funny. And instead of the dog being named Scooby-Doo, he's going to be named Mountain Dew, because the Shaggy character, I, project, I have it written down, I just can't remember what his name's going to be in my, um, my version of Scooby-Doo, but he's going to be like tripping acid basically hallucinating like crazy and but it helps him <laughs> um, solve the mystery and he thinks that his dog is talking to him and helping him solve the mystery and get answers and stuff like that so it's just like it's really helping him so i think it would be really funny with that happening and that whenever he's taking drugs he is hearing the dog talk and we're like witnessing it and stuff and it would be just really hilarious that way i think and um, also the name that I'm thinking of calling it is Voodoo, and it's going to be revolving around what's happening with like um, people like being part of like a cult and like a voodoo cult and using it to um, make people do certain things. And the, the Scooby-Doo gang version of mine they're going to be trying to find out who is involved in this cult and try to take it down and stuff like that so it's going to be cool and yeah that's my idea of what i'm going to be doing for my version of scooby-doo and let me know what you guys think about or you guys think about this like it would be really cool for radio play and would you listen to it or if it becomes something to be watched would you watch it let me know also, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. I think that's it. But yeah, let me know. And um, we'll just take a little break and we'll come back and uh, talk more about what's going to be happening with the show and 
other episodes and updates on radio plays that are coming up and even my books that I'm writing, and let's go from there. So I will talk to you later. Okay, I'm back. So this last bit of my episode, I'm going to be talking about a movie in the future that I'm looking forward to, and well, and if it comes up, I'll be talking about it again. But this movie is called The Batman Part 2. And that's the one with Robert Pattinson in it as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman. And this movie, the part one, did a great job. And I was just on the edge of my seat. It was really exciting. It was grounded just like Batman Begins with Christian Bale. So it's awesome. And I'm excited for this one. I wonder what's going to happen with this one. All I know is that there's rumor that um, Mr. Freeze is going to be in this. So that'll be cool, and hopefully we'll be able to see more of the Joker, because we only got to see like a deleted scene of it from the first movie, and I would be excited to see more of the Joker in this one, so that's like a, like, not just like a small little Easter egg, but that we can actually see a big Easter egg happening with the Joker and his involvement in this. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just think that that would be great to see. Not only that, but I would really like to see Clayface in this one. I don't know if the rumors about that is happening, but it would be really cool to see that because he slightly was mentioned in, well, in Batman Begins trilogy, uh, it was slightly mentioned that he existed in that universe. So I want to see Clayface in this one for the Batman with uh, that's directed by Matt Reeves. And I just want to see how they're going to make it more grounded. Like, because in the comics and also in, like, the TV shows and video games, Clayface is just this monstrous, Hulk-like creature that just transforms. He shapeshifts into everybody at will. And so it would be cool to see a more grounded version of Clayface. I don't know how they would do that. It would probably be more like... Um, Kind of like the chameleon, like the Spider-Man's villain, where he would just have like a different mask or something like that. That could be something that could make Clayface like a shapeshifter that way. I don't know how they're going to make it more grounded, but it would be really cool to see that happening. And some other villains that would be cool to see that's more grounded. Um, maybe Killer Croc. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like maybe... What they did in the t the the Batman animated series was that he was just a de deformed uh, person, like had scales on his skin and stuff like that. Could do something like that that's more grounded because there's some people that have a skin condition where their skin is scaly and they could be like a freak show. That would be cool, in my eyes, to see that happening. And I just know that the release date for this one is October 3rd in 2025. So we've got a ways. We've got like a little over a year for that to happen. So we'll see what happens. I hope it's really good. The first one is really good. And it's really, it's kind of hit or miss when you're doing a sequel. You want it to be good. You want to, obviously, like I mentioned before in my episode, is like you want the original cast members to be in there. If they did a good job, like a killer job in the first one, they will do a tremendous job in the second one. Hopefully. Just make sure that the script is right and the director is doing his job to make sure that the actors are doing 
what they need to do to make this film possible. And I'm a huge fan, so I just really want this to happen, and I'm super excited for it. Uh, let me know what you think about um, this movie coming out. Are you excited for it to come out? And what villain or like monster of the week would you like to see in this movie that is more grounded? And how would you like to present it in this universe of the Batman franchise? Yeah. Also, support me in any way that you can with my Patreon or Spotify, what have you. You find ways. I will leave the link below of like how you can support me so I can create great content for you all and make more episodes. Thank you and toodles. You have just listened to an episode produced by Randomosity. The stories are written and recorded by yours truly, Rand Einfeld. Randomosity is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Listen Notes, Audible, Player. FM and many more. So stay tuned, my friends. Please support the podcast on these venues as well as on the Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash randomosity.